The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we always thank you for listening to America's Web Radio, and we're glad to have you today, as always. And it's time for Insight to Israel, and we have our foreign correspondent. Boy, does that sound big time. Anyway, we have Mike Gano, Michael Gano, on the line with us, and he's going to bring us up to date on what's going on. And uh, obviously one thing that is very concerning is Iran sending off missiles uh, into Iraq and uh, getting very close to... Uh, well, I guess they got our consulate, and uh, you know, where where do you think all of it stands right now, Michael? And I'll turn the show over to you, David. I want to say thank you to America's Web Radio for bringing the truth to everyone that's listening. If you're listening right now, you're going to hear and have heard before I came on from America's Web Radio a truth that the mainstream media is not going to give you at all. And I want you to keep in mind, there's a direction that our governments, left, right, in the center, there's a direction they're going with all of the escapades, all the chaos taking place around the world. The total direction that they're all funneling us to is a global fascism, where they want to run the narrative in the media. And I want to say that I am thankful for those in the United States of America that are fighting for freedom. Because, and we're, I'm going to hit on the Iran thing. <clears throat> because we know that just recently that, that you're, what you're not seeing in the mainstream media is the Pfizer documents have been released by court order. Hundreds of pages that Albert Borla of Pfizer, and Moderna's next. Hopefully they go after Moderna, two of the biggest. Those documents have been released to show us what Pfizer always knew but denied and lied about. And actually, Albert Borla, the president of, and CEO of Pfizer, said any disinformation by an individual or a group in the social media and in the underground media which is what now Inside the Israel and America's Web Radio would be considered in their eyes. Albert Borla said that anyone disseminating disinformation is guilty of murder and should be thrown in jail. And now we're finding what we always knew, what they call this conspiracy theorists, that these injections are causing damage and murder to millions and millions of people around the world. And so we hope and pray and thank you for America that our justice system, in spite of its vast corruption, that Americans and many uh, nonprofits that believe in freedom are taking a stand for that freedom in the court system. And thank God for judges that are still there that believe in justice. I'm very thankful. Uh, David, I'll tell you this. I want us to always keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that this is a spiritual warfare manifest in the physical. And we're gonna, I want to get to Iran and Russia and all that stuff, but remember that Israel 
is and always will be the center of all of this, God's land. That's where the battle, the key battle is on many fronts. Even if we don't see it or hear about it, Israel is involved and has their tentacles, the government. I'm not talking about the Jewish people that are fighting for freedom, the two million plus in Israel, for their own freedom like the rest of us. They are a victim. I just talked to one guy today, a Russian Jew living in Israel. He said, I never thought that my own government would be my worst enemy. Iran is a distraction. Iran is active, of course, against America, against you know, other countries, even Israel. But let's always keep in mind that that's merely a distraction to what our governments on the home front are doing to us, to our freedoms and liberties, as they continue to take us down the path of cultural destruction. Iran is just a, a, a side issue, a distraction from all of that. But uh, right now, uh, I'm not saying Iran's not a threat. I'm not saying that at all. But I do believe it's a distraction. Now, funny enough, it's it's so it's almost confusing because th this is how they want it for us. We have Russia, who is actually bombing chemical biological weapons factories created by the CIA. This is this was all conspiracy theory. A few weeks ago, or a month and a half ago, two months ago, but it was something that was already out there. It was just never talked about. But then it was conspiracy theory because the people in the Ukraine, although I have compassion, I've interviewed them, I've been on the Ukrainian border, they're actually losing everything, but everything's not what it seems. But Putin is going after those chemical biological weapons plants. And he's already targeted them and already hit many of them. What does that have to do with Iran? Well, our government, the U.S. government, and its corruption created the same chemical biological weapons plants that we allegedly went after Saddam Hussein for, but we found out were a lie. Can you imagine the hypocrisy, the withering height of American government hypocrisy? But yet, Russia does business with Iran, and Russia's, I don't, listen, I'm not a fan of Putin, I'm not saying he's a good guy, but he's doing something that any leader would do if you had those things on your border. At the same time, you know, we, our policies in the U.S., while we try to say it's in the God, in the name of freedom and democracy and God and country and all of that, blah, 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 we have now put Russia in a greater position to align itself with China and with Iran. And so, for the common everyday person like we are, we're kind of stuck in the middle of this and don't have a say. We're not decision makers of what happens in the government, although we can influence in free countries like the United States by putting pressure and holding accountable our politicians at any cost. And you should never wait till the next election. That's foolishness. That's foolishness. Because by the time that next election comes, they'll have us in such disarray and so broken that we may not be able to recover. We have to keep that in mind. So Iran, listen, is getting their information, their, their abilities 
from countries like China. I don't, I can't say to, as to how much Russia is actually involved in their new program, but China's definitely involved in the new program. Not only that, imagine we think that China or Russia, I'm, I'm sorry, that Iran and all these Muslim countries are at odds with each other, Sunni and Shia. On the ground, they may be, but their governments are conspiring, working together, all of them working with China in the Middle East. In fact, the state of Israel has agreements with all these Muslim countries through the Abraham Accords, the same countries through the Belt and Road Initiative, if you look it up, you, all these listeners, I'm sure that you're very educated, the Belt and Road Initiative, offered by Communist China to sign contracts with all these Muslim countries and Iran. And so Iran goes in and hits our stuff in the Middle East and in, in, uh, in Iraq. And I think part of that is to drive out the infidel. And listen, we keep funding these Muslim countries with our tax dollars. And I've been saying, like many others, I'm not, I'm not alone, why are we putting our men, our, our bases, our, our uh, men, our equipment, selling equipment to Muslim countries? Are you, what are you, out of your mind? And the military industrial complex makes all the money off of it. And so we put ourselves in a very precarious situation. Imagine they're bombing us in Iraq the government of Iraq doesn't want the United States there. And yet we took the time under the Bush administration to build the biggest embassy known to American history. When you put all the, this is a chess game, folks. It's no longer checkers. We were led to believe it's checkers. It's a chess game. And it's our leaders, while they make money off of us, you know, putting the king and the knights where they want to. And it is confusing. And while in that confusion, it is a threat to our freedom externally. And that's what's very scary about it. Your thoughts, David? Well, I, I think you've wrapped it up quite well. It's very scary. And we're living in an uh, extremely precarious positions around the world. And we don't have the respect that we did even two years ago. And... Quite frankly, I don't see it getting any better. I only see it getting worse. As we cave to the demands of, you know, as soon as Russia rattles its uh, missiles, we say yes, sir, and no, sir. And, you know, every country in the world always looks at the United States, and what they're seeing now is weakness weakness from the top down and the bottom up, and it's... Let me ask you though something, David. Let me ask sure. you. Sure. In your mind, let, let's, you know, straight up, when you see how corrupt the U.S. government is, I mean, think about this. They just hired, what, what a few thousand uh, uh, um, agents for the IRS? Right. Sort of a joke into the itself. The American people have to have to ask a question to themselves when it comes to their freedom. Which currently is a bigger threat to me? 
my government, its policies and its tactics, or Iran and its ability, which, let me say this, I have a newspaper article, I have a newspaper article from, I'll tell you the date on it here, someone sent it to me from Israel a few months ago, and it's not that I doubt that, that Iran's a threat, but let me, this is right out of the Israeli headlines from 1984. Okay? Mm hmm. And here's what it reads front, front page Iran is in the final stages of making a nuclear bomb. This is 1984. Right out, David, I'll send it to you. It's, it's in Hebrew. I had someone translate it for me because we heard many times over and over under Netanyahu, now under Bennett that Iran is closer to the nuke than they've ever been. And I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying we hear this repetition out of Israel. And yet, this was 1984. Okay, you, you pull a few Mossad operations, you blow up some stuff, you throw some, uh, some uh, viruses in their computer system. But come on. Since 1984, we've been hearing two months closer to the nuke. So now we have to ask ourselves questions. We already know we can't believe what we see in the media. Am I right, David? Well, you asked a question a minute ago. Am I more concerned about Iran or our U.S. government? Without question, I'm more concerned about our government who has given way to the left and the left has given way to the progressives and the communists and so without question I'm more concerned about our government and who's running it and who's taking it over and I think uh, you know it's it's very clear that the uh, liberals are taking us from within but let, let me ask you this have you seen the video with Lindsey Graham in the limousine no. in Washington where he says, and I'll send that to you too, he says, if I played a video right now, would you be able to hear it? Uh, possibly. I don't know what you're playing it on, so... Okay, so Lindsey Graham actually says that Joe Biden is, is a good man. And anyone that questions that, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Hmm. So it's not just the Democrats. Where where are all the Republicans? Where's their voice? Now there are some Republicans, obviously, that are speaking up, but where are they putting that talk into action? For example, Ted Cruz. Now, David, I know there are certain people that took this injection, and they wish they hadn't, or they regret it, or they've come to the light of some knowledge of what's actually happening here. And it's those people I feel a great deal of compassion for. The people I feel zero compassion for are the people that took it, want to shove it down our throats, call us diseased, say we need to be obedient, we're killing our grandmother, you know, we're putting our children at risk. Those are the people I despise. And to me, those people can keep taking whatever the government dishes out and let their lives end as quickly as possible. And I make no bones about it. Because those people will be the first to rat us out 
when we're not obedient to the government. But you got guys like Ted Cruz, who, yeah, they call a lot of stuff out, but how much are they actually working actively? I don't know. Americans have to ask themselves. Some of these leaders in the forefront in the Republican Party, are they neocons? Because we know the neocons, man, they love to hype up that war thing. They love to create that scare, that threat of places like Iran. And I'm not saying Iran's not a threat. I'm saying let's think logically and look back on history and add that to current day. Michael, we need to... uh, Like you said... We need to take a break. Okay. We'll be back with Michael Gano right after a couple of messages. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And we're back with Michael Gano and Insight to Israel. So it's all yours, Michael. All right. David, I want to thank you again for having Insight to Israel on America's Web Radio. I do appreciate it. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all your listeners. Thank you to all those who listen to America's Web Radio who go to the Insight to Israel, I-N-S-I-G-H-T, Insight to Israel, on Facebook and watch all of our interviews and our updates. From Israel to the Ukraine to Romania to many other places across Europe because those across the pond in the United States need to understand what's happening on the forefront uh, on this end so that you can prepare for what's going to come to your end. Uh, Because Israel is ground zero, and when that place explodes, it reverberates around the world. It is the center of God's land. It's the apple of his eye. And uh, thank you to everyone who listens. I also want to say thank you to the sponsors and those who have shows on America's Hub Radio who bring a voice of truth to the world, to the world. And it's pretty awesome what you guys are doing there, David, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. So I, I have to, on the Iran thing, we have to ask ourselves one question. Or 
we have to make a statement to ourselves in the mirror. Let me let me put it that way. If I am not free, and it's a, it's a question too, if I'm not free, how can I help others to be free? If the United States does not cease to be, or does cease to be free, it can help no one else in the world. And I want to tell you that accountability in our justice system is is what we need in order to uh, load the pistol of freedom to fire it at the next target. And uh, it's very, very important. Now, when it comes to Russia, oh, David, there is so much, you know, Russia's doing stuff to distract us. Uh, Zelensky's doing things to distract us, trying to make himself look like a hero while he's in bed with communist China and Fauci and uh, Joe Biden. There's so much evidence there that's being talked about but not talked about in the mainstream media. And so this is what we have to keep in mind when we choose to take sides. For example, I'll tell you, I've got Israeli friends. One, one is a, he, he's Israeli, but he's also formerly a special forces guy in, in the U.S. military. These guys went to the Ukraine thinking that they were going to help defend freedom. And they got there, and they found out it, it, the place is chaotic. Now, we talked about in the last show, Zelensky calling people from every fighter from around the world to come and fight for the freedom of the Ukraine. Okay, well, that that's, has echoes of what Daesh did, ISIS. So, with ISIS, it was wrong to do. But for a white guy in Eastern Europe who's in bed with the Bidens and has chemical biological weapons plants in his country, it's okay. NATO will accept that. What I can't understand is why do they need NATO involved if they're inviting foreign fighters to come and fight, which will, what we saw in Syria, will create a civil war. You watch southern southern Ukraine, because Putin doesn't want to take the whole country. Southern Ukraine will end up in civil war. I, I really believe that. I could be wrong, and I hope I am, but I believe that. But now Putin said, okay, if you want to play that game, we'll bring in foreign fighters. Well, you know where they're coming from? They're coming from Muslim countries. And those guys... You don't want to tangle with because these guys, man, they got a it's it's a it's it's a facade. It's a lie. Islam is a lie, but to them, they're born and raised with this cause to fight for jihad and to fight for Allah against the infidel. And it's especially because it's against NATO, who's who's already a corrupt entity and serves no real purpose. And it's against the United States. So you know, Russia just. You know, and remember, when these two entities that are non-uniformed fighters, whether it's the guys on Zelensky's side coming from all around the world, they're not going to put their Ukrainian fighters on the front and let them get shot with Russian bullets. They're going to put the foreign fighters up on the front lines. They'll be the sacrifice for the cause. And Russia will do the same thing. 
Russia will put all those foreign fighters without a Russian uniform. They can come as they are. We'll supply the weapons or not. And they'll put those guys on the front lines to take the bullet, to save those Russian troops for another skirmish somewhere else. So, so what you end up with, and that's why I say, listen, if you're American and you're stupid enough, I wouldn't even, I'll tell you this, I have compassion for people's life, David, but I'm going to tell you what, I, if I were former military and wanted to go save someone's life, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't even get involved in that mess. Do not get involved as an American. As an American citizen, do not get involved in that mess. Sometimes the United States, just like Israel, Israel needs her nose smacked, okay? The Israeli government needs her nose smacked down. They need to sacrifice some of their Jews and their military, maybe a little bit, and suffer some loss trying to stick their nose in a foreign country where they shouldn't. All right? Just like the United States has experienced. Folks, when it came to Iraq and Afghanistan, we got our nose slapped. Big time. By, because our government sold us a bill of goods of freedom and democracy and God and country. And we got nothing out of it in the end. And if you're an American and you're thinking about going over there and fighting for freedom, keep your nose in your own business. You got no business there. Let it can't let it play out. And I, I don't really believe Putin wants to take over. I, I, again, I could be wrong. I never thought he'd go in the first place. I just don't see, unless you're going to bring China into the picture and they're going to offer troops, I don't see Russia willing to, that, that wants to take over all of Eastern Europe. I think it's a ridiculous theory. Because that's all it is right now. It's a theory. Putin has made no bones about what he wants. He wants to change the the government in the Ukraine, and he wants to hit those. And he said it. I want, I'm, you've got chemical biological weapons plants on my border, and I'm going to take them out. And that's that, that being uncovered, again, which it wasn't a secret, we just never paid attention. And now the U.S. government has, they have horse dookie on their face. But how much of the media and the American people are holding them accountable? We have to ask ourselves that question. Are we holding our government officials accountable for, the, for this kind of stuff? Your thoughts, David? <laughs> you sort of, are we holding, uh, we're not holding anybody accountable for anything. And uh, we should be holding them accountable for everything. I, I heard, uh, you know, they're still playing the mass game, and they've just sort of taken it down now for our Congress that uh, the tours are back to open again, sort of, as long as you have groups that are less than 16. So we're not, as American citizens, we're not holding anybody accountable, much less our representatives that should be accountable every day to the voter. And uh, it's up to us, the voters, to know what we're talking about and hold them accountable. It's wow. not happening. David, how, let me ask you. How, do you guys tell me how the trucker, con, the convoy protest is going? How's that going? I, you know, you don't hear anything about it. it. Not anymore. Uh, it yeah. just, sort of, uh, uh, just sort of wilted away. So I, sure I can't answer. On. I would imagine. 
what I imagine is taking place, even though we're not hearing anything. Uh, and that's a sad commentary because... You know, I, I don't know whether it is or not, Michael, because things have opened up so much more here lately. More governors are opening, more, you know, and so I don't know. I, I can't answer you, and we don't get the news that we should. So... Okay, so, so here's where... Here's the next place I want to go with that. With that being said, because... I'm getting a lot of hate messages <laughs> because, listen, I'm not letting this whole vaccine thing go. I'm just not going to do it. I know too much about it. I know the damage it's caused. As a matter of fact, we're getting ready to interview a lady who is actually documenting. She already has one documentary out called Vax Testimonies, and it's actually in about seven languages and subtitles. Originally, the testimonies are in Hebrew by Jews that have been damaged and even died from this injection, okay? And the government completely ignores it. So on your end, right now, you're opening up. So it's going to get very interesting because now, let me read you the headlines coming out of Israel right now, because this new variant started allegedly in... Right now, China's starting to lock down again. Now, we can't believe anything that's coming out of China, okay? We just can't believe it. Let me tell you, Russia did not enforce this injection, nor did they enforce the green passport. We know China's not going to do anything to damage their people, all right? They want to keep that military strong, that million-man army. So now in Israel, let me, let me read you the headlines. COVID reproduction number rising steadily in Israel in recent weeks. This is March 13th. What's the date today? The 15th. 15th. Okay. So here's another headline. Uh, hold on one second. Another headline here. <clears throat> Pfizer CEO, and this is 22 hours ago, from Axios. Pfizer CEO, the fourth shot of COVID vaccine necessary. Man, Pfizer's waking in the money. Now, Here's what's happening. We talked about this in the last show. This was today. This is a headline out of the Times of Israel today. Expert warn polio's return could shatter Israel's public health image and hurt tourism. So now we've got a resurgence of polio in Israel. Listen, and Pfizer, let me say this. Pfizer says they're creating a vaccine to cover all of this. In fact, in the in the previous headline I read to you about the CEO of Pfizer taking saying we need to take the fourth shot. In that interview with CBS News, he said, "Listen, we're going to create a shot that you got to take twice a year for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, man. And they want to vaccinate the whole world, ladies and gentlemen." 
And again, Israel is the test case. That all of Israel, listen, you know why people in Romania, 30% haven't, 70%, 70% have not taken the injection. You know why? They're looking at Israel because the underground media in Israel shows that Israel's the most vaccinated, most sick. Now, the doctors will lie and say, no, there's no connection. But we just had the U.S. court system come out. Pfizer had to produce the documents, and they did. And gave the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, I think it runs into the thousands, of negative effects of the injections on anyone that takes them. So we've got Israel most vaccinated and most sick. Now all of a sudden we've got polio. Folks, let me tell you something. You know what's creating all this alleged sickness? It's the vaccine. It was never meant to cure you. That's a fact. That's why they said in the beginning, it has a 90% efficacy rate. 90%. That's what they told you to get you to take it. 80%. Then it dropped to 80, then 70, then 60. Now we see a resurgence of polio in Israel. What a coincidence. Now, as all of a sudden, a war started. Corona allegedly went away. Now, all of a sudden, it's back again, and they want to do all new lockdowns. They're already talking in Israel about new lockdowns. I mean, you're talking about a country who has Tel Aviv, the most expensive city in the world. Now, get this. See how this connects. Because you're talking about Eastern Europe, Ukraine, Hungary, Bulgaria, and Romania that haven't injected. 70%, if not higher, have not injected. They refuse to. Now you have all these quote-unquote refugees, unvaccinated, untested, going to foreign countries. And they're going to Israel. Now let me tell you how these quote-unquote refugees are being treated in Israel. Because we've already, it's already in the media, it's in the global media. These refugees, these Ukrainians, there's about 2,000 of them. They get to Israel, and because of the law set up for Jews only. Now, this isn't against the Jewish people in general. I'm telling you what the laws are in the state of Israel, which is Jewish, predominantly in the government's Jewish. The current laws on the books are, is that if you're not Jewish, you can't get health care. You've got to have special permission to get a job. What are you going to do with 2,000 Ukrainians in your country that came with no money, no food, and no clothes? And now they can't get health care. They can't get a job. They've got to have special permission. They've given them a three-month, they're, they're on a three-month visa. Now we're finding out, we're, we're trying to confirm. Because in the beginning, one of the ministers in the Knesset, in the Israeli parliament, a woman, I, her name is Ayla Shaked. She said, these people should have to pay to be here. Okay? It, the equivalency of 10,000 shekels. Now, I'm going to tell you how much 10,000 shekels is. Imagine that. You just came, you were invited by the Israeli government because they want to they wanna be a light to the nations. We're talking about the government, not the people. There are many Jews in Israel that are very stupid people. Okay, trust me. They're all waving the Ukrainian flag, acting like, because Zelensky's a Jew. And Zelensky uses that backdrop to say, you got to help me because I'm a Jew. And you got Jews in there saying, his family was Holocaust survivors. Why would he be a bad guy? <laughs> you people are stupid. Now, it's not all of them in Israel. I'm not saying that. 
I want you to understand the context with which I speak before you let the blood squirt from your eyes. But we're talking about people running from a war, 10,000 shekels would be 3,000 U.S. dollars. So you want a war torn people. Now, Ayelette Chad withdrew her statement and said, no, no, let them stay. Let them stay. We'll take care of them. Well, they can't even take care of Holocaust survivors in Israel. Now you're going to take care of 2,000 refugees? Now, we're finding out now that even though she withdrew her statement and the Israeli government said they would not charge people, can you imagine that? Charge people to be in your neighborhood that are coming from a war, from a war-torn country. But we're finding out now that they, and, and we're going to get it confirmed, but there's been people that have come to me and said, yeah, the government's still charging money, 10,000 shekels uh, for the refugees to stay. they got to pay that money up front. Now, to me, if that's the case, if that's what you want to do as a government, that's fine. These are foreigners in your country. They're not vetted. They don't, many of them don't have documents. But instead of Zelensky, if he cared about his people, paying for all those AK-47s for foreign fighters who are not military trained and never handled a weapon in their life, most of them, most of them have it. There's, the gun laws are very strict in, in, in Ukraine. Instead of paying all that money out for foreign fighters, and that money you're getting from George Soros and the Clintons and the Obamas, how about giving that money to some of your people that are struggling now as refugees in other countries? But this is what's happening on the ground in Israel. Now imagine you've got all these refugees coming in, not vaccinated, no PCR test. Now the government finds the perfect reason to put their boot on the neck of Jews that would not obey the government and take this vaccine, this injection. I don't call it a vaccine. It's not. So now we create, now they're in other countries. They're in Romania. They're in Poland. So now the governments have an excuse to say, oh, these people weren't injected, and we didn't do a PCR test. You see where this is going, David? Hmm. Afraid so. It's another reason for the governments to take back when they see. It's, that, this is what, what dictatorships do. They take away your freedom. And they tell you, you obey, and we'll give you your freedom back. Well, then there's a percentage of that country that doesn't, that doesn't stand for it. So then they say, okay, we'll give you a little bit of freedom back. But then they take more back. Then they give you a little bit back, and they take more back. And that's what we're, that, listen, Israel's ground zero. We're already seeing, the, and Natalie Bennett, the current prime minister, who's working with the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, okay, and George Soros, he said two months ago, and we talked about this on one of the shows, next time there's a, a pandemic, and we know the, prophet's Bill, the prophet Bill Gates already said there's another one coming. He said next time we're locking down the country completely, we're going to pull a communist China on you. And if you're an Israeli citizen and you're on the outside, you will not get in. And if you're on the inside, you will not get out. So that's the current state of where we are. We're going to see this thing come back and governments. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Now all these Republican governors who didn't lock down, didn't shut down. DeSantis is amazing. I'm, I'm 
shocked at the guy's gravitas, okay? Uh, but we're going to see how the mainstream media and the federal government reacts. Because remember, they purchased all these injections from Pfizer. They're sitting around somewhere, allegedly in cold storage. Your tax dollars at work, and they didn't get used. The Green Passport Technology purchased, purchased from the government of Israel. We're going to see. They didn't, they didn't create it for it to go away. So let's see what happens here in the next few weeks. Because I think, I think this war <laughs> will subside. Putin will get what he wants, and then they're going to bring back. They're going to bring back the next step. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, that's that's one good cheery note. With with that yeah. being said, let's go ahead and take our uh, next break, and uh, we'll be back with Michael and uh, some more cheer. We'll be back right after this. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com. That's 888-268-4783, jctaylor.com. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, and now you're listening to Insight to Israel on America's Web Radio, and let's get back to Michael Gano. <laughs> David, 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 I'm, I want to say thank you for, for uh, as we work together for freedom to get the truth out, and uh, thank you to everyone who is a contributor to America's Web Radio as they bring the truth, put it out there, out there, out there all the time. 
<clears throat> and uh, I'm sure, as David shared in the past, that controversy to stop the truth, uh, it continues to try and thwart the light of that truth. David, listen, I, I know that when I, when I, you know, I'm not giving you everything that's positive. And I know that's what people are looking for. They're looking for answers. I know they are. Because I talk to people on a personal level every day. I, you know, people that email me on Insight to Israel on the Facebook page and send me emails, they provide information to me and videos and keep me up to date. And, and I really, I'm very, very thankful for everyone who goes to our Facebook page and who watches our videos and shares them and, and messages me, sends, sends me some kind of message, great journalism, whatever. But I like to take the time. I do mostly on Sunday nights here in uh, Eastern Europe. And I go through each one of those emails. And instead of just typing something out, thank you for the support, blah, 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 I actually do a video and I call them by name. And I say, thank you for this information you've shared. I appreciate it. We're all fighting for freedom together. And I'll tell you what, David, I'm very thankful because uh, we can get, um, it, we, we, we can become a recluse in all of this and find ourselves trying to shelter ourselves away from everything that's happened, and that's perfectly understandable, logical, reasonable to some degree. Um, and I worry, I'm an independent journalist, you know? I worry about, will I always have a place to live? Will I always have food to eat? Will I always have money in the bank? You know? No one writes me out a paycheck. And I say that in this regard. Now is the time when we need to find other people that we can... I, I, I encourage people, go to my Telegram page, go to my WhatsApp page uh, group, our Telegram group. Go to our Facebook. Find people that understand what's happening, David. Find people that believe like you do. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I'm sorry, but folks that don't have their eyes open, I, I'll pray for them. And I, I care about their, their, their life, their soul, their health. But at the end of the day, there's people that have chosen and continue to walk down the path of destruction. There's only so much I can do to turn them back. Because more than likely in the day that we live in, they won't turn back. They'll continue on that course because they've been so seduced by the spirit of the age. Right now, my job is to, I want to find someone. You know, I went to the dentist yesterday, and I walked in. I was like, what's up, Chip Fudge in Romanian? Chip Fudge, what's up? And I went in there with a smile. And, you know, I just, you know, I had to sit there with an old lady had a mask on. And I said, Dwamna, Mrs., why, why do you wear a mask? For what? Why do you wear that? And she shrugged her shoulders like, I don't know. I was speaking to her in Romanian, which I'm actually quite good at. And I told her, I said, God, God gave you a smile. I want to see your smile. And she pulled her mask down. I said, don't you feel better breathing in the fresh air? And she, she took her mask off. And so 
you know, we can find a way in spite of this mess that we didn't ask for. We didn't ask for it. They brought it to us. And that should make you angry into act, action. Anger into action. And at the same time, you know what? That nurse that did my x-rays, she looked at me and she said, you know, I was really having a hard time today and I just couldn't wait to get off work. But you really made my day. You really made me smile just by your attitude. And I, I thank God, I'm telling you, David, I've been doing this for nine years. And, you know, this is, I just want to tell you, man, sometimes I've worried about a whole lot of my personal life. But God has kept me for nine years, through good and bad, and I've not been, I will tell you, I've not been the perfect believer. I, I'm not perfect. But you know what? When I've come to God and asked for forgiveness and made it right and, and asked Him to help me stay on the right path, man, there is a freedom there that no government can give you in your soul or government can take away. So don't, don't let these situations make you angry. There's nothing wrong with being angry. It's what you do with it. It's how you channel it. It's, it's what you're angry about. That's what will bring you the peace. And when you open God's word, I'm telling you folks, you're, we're gonna need him more on an individual and corporate level than we ever dreamed. And if we're expecting our government to turn around and, and I, listen, I appreciate the truckers and all that stuff, and I love what they do. We need to do it. It's our responsibility to stand up and defend the defenseless and take a stand for righteousness. But at the end of the day, we need to also have that plan B, plan C, that if that doesn't work out the way we hoped, that we still hold to God. And that, that may sound cliche, but if it does, then maybe you're not holding on. And I know it seems like a simple answer, but I'm telling you, there's many miracles that came out of World War II and, and, and past wars and conflicts and, 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 you know, this is the time that we have to, as, our, as individuals, not only find, I cannot be, if I'm not free, I can't help others to be free. And that even means spiritually. If we're not free spiritually, we can't help someone else that's really looking for that answer that may see this chaos and may think about it in their life. But we need to, we have something more to offer them. And, and that's really where all this is leading. We need to allow this situation to push us closer to God. Are you there? I'm here. <laughs> so I hope that I don't sound cliche, David, but, you know, it's how many times did, did we win battles in World War II? How many times were the Germans pushed back from the British, uh, f from, from the islands of Britain? because of the prayers 
World War II was won through prayers and fa fasting and fighting. It was the women who were staying behind while the men went to fight that were praying for their soldiers. And that's a very powerful thing. And we need that today for sure. Your input, David. <laughs> uh, you know, it's... We've faced struggles before, and as a country, we'll, we'll come through them. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, I still believe in the old version of our everything one country under God and um, in God we trust and I still believe that way and uh, hope that others will see that and take it to heart and you know I think one of the biggest uh, things that uh, affected all of us was when prayers were taken out of schools for some ludicrous lady that you know, it was wrong, and it's still wrong. But, you know, I, I've learned I can't change the world. All I can do is introduce information to the world and let them judge. And, I, you know, we look at the pandemic and the terrible death toll and all that, but I look at it from a very positive standpoint. It got many parents in the schools that they had had no idea what their kids were being taught. Right. Uh, you know, everything works in a very interesting ways, and uh, I think this uh, may have been something that, you know, turns out to be a real blessing and that we're finding out what the communists have been trying to teach our kids for the last few years. And uh, we wonder why there's a, a CRT, or we wonder where all of this other stuff comes from. It's coming from the classroom of teachers that have been indoctrinated into communism. And uh, it's, and they're trying to indoctrinate our kids. And we're finally seeing families, mothers, parents, standing up and say, no, this is not what you're supposed to be teaching. We want, we want you to teach what you're supposed to be teaching. And um, it's having an effect, and I, I think this is uh, working behind the scenes, basically, to get what we need to get. And uh, that's a country brought back to its foundation. And... Um, you know, it, it takes takes a good slap upside the head to get our attention sometimes, but hopefully we've gotten it now and uh, we'll be able to do something with it and go forward and have a greater community, a greater country, and I'm looking forward to it. And I think that, uh, you know, the... The pandemic has run its course, and corporations like Pfizer, they'll run their course. And, and they, we all have to deal with one thing at some point, and uh, they'll have to deal with it, and they won't be able to. Right. So that's what I think. 
Well, and we have to keep in mind, and, and it, it all comes back to combined with what both you and I said. You know, even if it doesn't happen the way we'd like it to happen, what do we have in the end? When we die, where will we be in eternity? Because this life is fleeting. It's, man, my dad died at 57 years old from cancer, sick for seven years, from Agent Orange, by the way, that he got in Vietnam. 57 years old. Where will we be when we die? Because at some point, I'm going to die. I, you know, I don't know how I'm going to go. I'm 51. I'll be 52 this year. I'm living in a highly contagious area when it comes to conflict. And I'm not guaranteed that I might not get something from Russia down here in Romania and never wake up in the morning. That's not gloom and doom, but it's when you found the reality of and answer the question for yourself. Forget the country, forget your community. Where will you be when you die? That's a question we have to ask, and I think that as we continue down this path of life over the next few days, few months, few hours, I think that that's a question that will become more strongly, if we are in tune with our conscience, I think that we'll be asking ourselves more and more. Michael, we have to wrap it up. It's, uh, as always, interesting talking to you and listening <laughs> to you. And uh, we'll be back next week with Michael Gano and Insight to Israel telling us the truth about what's going on in not only the Middle East, but in Europe as well. And it seems like things change almost on a, on a daily basis. So we'll be back next week. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, David. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.